Y'all made me do it. <laughs> I asked y'all if I should start a podcast and you said yes. And that is where you messed up. Hello, it's me, Destiny. I am starting a podcast. This is the episode. Like, this is the podcast. Um, I'm just going to dive right in. Right off the bat, podcasting is not for the week. Um, I've already recorded an episode that um, I realized wasn't recording. So there's that. Um, in me, I do everything with the spirit of excellence. So I thought having a podcast, I have my makeup done, hair done, nails done. Um, when in fact, none of that is happening. My dog is growling. I had blue candy today. So my mouth is blue. You can see the glare in my glasses. Nothing about this is giving aesthetically pleasing. But we're going to run with it because we're nothing but real over here. Okay. I've always been that person who, can I take the glasses off, honey? The glare, ooh, put the glasses back on, honey. I've always been the person who knows exactly what they want, knows exactly what they're doing, always has a plan, like always on it, right? Like in high school, I knew what I wanted. I'm going to college. I'm going to be a nurse. We didn't, we didn't finish that one, but. I always know what I want to do. Like I've always known the plan, the goal, et cetera. And for the first time in my life, I, I don't know if it's because I turn 30 next year. I don't know what it is, but I'm very much in this place of, I'm just, I don't know what's next. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. And in the grand scheme of things, I am very privileged, blessed, whatever word you like to use. I have a great job. I have a roof over my head. I have a, a car that works. I got food in the fridge. Like things could be much worse. And I'm very aware of that. But as a type A person who, again, has their funeral planned, like everything is planned. It's just, it can be really challenging to just look up and be like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of us are having that moment right now. Um, but anyway, this podcast mainly is going to be about dating. And I kind of came up with this. There's a billion dating podcasts, right? Sure. But I just started to notice, like, we're really single. Like, we're really single, you guys. We're single. I used to think that love was only for certain people. You know what I mean? Like, certain look, maybe certain weight, maybe certain just different criteria, and now I'm looking up in those people that I thought like, oh, only the guys love that kind of girl. Honey, they're single too. The skinny girls are single. So we're screwed. Like, you know what I mean? It just dawned on me that everyone is deserving of love. There is no metric for who's deserving of love or their definition of love. It's just we're in a really bad place. And I can tell I'm getting old, you guys, because I'm just like, it's the social media. It's the, And like, I love social media down, right? I'm on the TikTok. I'm on the Instagram. I'm on the Twitter. I'm on the Snapchat. I'm on the Be Real. I'm on literally everything. I love it. I use it. I love it. But I do think it is like ruined dating. And we can, I mean, honey, we'll have time to talk about that. But the point of this podcast, I just want to kind of dissect with myself. I'm going to have my friends as guests. I want to interview doctors, therapists, coaches, 
I mean, anyone, psychics, astrologists, you name it. And I just want to know, what are we doing wrong? Are we doing anything wrong? Who's the problem? Who's the problem? <laughs> Who's the problem? And is this the new normal? You know, like, is not having a partner the new normal? Personally, I grew up um, with two parents in a two-parent household. I'm very blessed and lucky to have witnessed that. It's not as common anymore. There's people my age getting divorced, so there's that. But I was very lucky to grow up in a two-parent household. My parents have been married for 35 years now. And so I've been able to see what it looks like to... I hate when people are like, I married my best friend. Okay. But like truly, I've been able to see that with my parents. There's so many good memories with them. And even as a grown up and still hanging out with them, we just have fun. We laugh. We talk crap. Like we just, we have fun. Like we just, we have a lot of fun together. Even though I grew up in seeing that like very loving dynamic, it was a very somewhat traditional kind of gender role, somewhat traditional gender role, uh, marriage, not me telling all day business. Even through that, my mother and father both really raised me to be independent. Like, again, my mom's been married for 35 years, but I'll never forget when I was really young. I mean, I remember being little. And then like every year after that, she would repeat it. But like being little and her just being like, make sure you always have your own. She would always say that. And I, you know, as a little kid, I'm like, yeah, like not knowing what it meant. And now I obviously I understand, but she's just like, make sure you always have your own. She just would always say that. She's like, make sure you always have your own. Make sure you always have your own. Like it, that was just, that's just what it was. I thought that was odd. I'm like, well, you have a husband. Like, why would you think like that? And some women don't, you know, some women get married. They would give it all to him. Couldn't be me, but I get it. Like, you're like, oh, it's, we're one. Sure. But my mom always made sure she was like, if you get with a man, she's like, make sure you have your own bank account. You never want to be in a position where someone can leave you with absolutely nothing. And sure, that mindset may have come from some different traumas or different past experiences in her life, but it's still very valuable advice. And it's something that stuck with me. So having a mother that showed me, hey, here's a man that I can love and be with, but I'm also reminding you love isn't the end all be all is very interesting. I consider myself very lucky to have seen that, but it also can be kind of tricky mentally, right? Because I feel like a lot of men these days, though things are a bit more progressive and they they, they can be, a lot of the men and all, all the stinky men on these podcasts that I'm hearing are like, I want a submissive woman. What are you bringing to the table? Da, 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 da. Okay, save it. I know what it's like to want to love a man and be a good spouse and be a good partner and be a good teammate. But I also know what it's like to maintain my independence, you know? And I don't see that often. It's either one or the other. I feel like personally from what I've seen in women and my friends in like all my girlfriends I can think of, it's like, they're either like, I'm independent. I don't need a man. Or they're like, I need a man. I've been single for two days. What am I going to do? Like there's no in between. So yeah, I'm really lucky to have seen that dynamic, but I will say it has made dating a struggle for me. I feel like I can be a mystery and so many people are like, who is she dating? Does she like men? Does she like women? Like it's, I'm like such a mystery. Nobody even knows anything. I am single. I am single. <laughs> single as a Pringle. I'm single as a Pringle. My last actual relationship was quite a while ago. I have dated around since then, but I haven't been in an actual relationship. And let me tell you why. A couple things. There's a couple reasons why I think I'm still single. Because I get that all the time, right? That's like the first hinge question. 
how are you still single? Why are you? Okay. Like if I knew, if I had an actual answer, why we wouldn't be, please be for real. Number one, being truthfully and a hundred percent honest with myself. I don't think I'm ready to date. Plain and simple. I think I want to, I think I see men that are very attractive, but when it comes to actually like settling down, I think I'm the one who's like afraid to settle down. Like I used to joke with my dad and tell him, I'm like, you know how guys like the stereotype is that men are players and the women are ready to settle down. I feel like I'm the other way around. I'm the player. Yeah, I am. That's been a really hard, you know, conclusion to come to that I'm the player and that I'm not ready to settle down like I thought I was. Um, because if I knew that there's so many hinge dates that I would have not gone on so many conversations on hinge, I would have shut down so many men I've met at the club at the bar that I would have just not entertained, but I entertained it and I waste my time and their time. Ultimately, I'm also in this weird phase of like, I don't even know if I want to settle down. Like, I don't know if it's just me. I don't know if it's because I'm almost 30. I don't know if it's because it's been a weird year, like the world and the economy and everything feels like it's just going downhill, but I don't really, I'm 50, 50. Half of me is like, yeah, I'd love to be married. The other half is like, I'd be okay alone. And I think I, I'm okay with that. It's not a defense mechanism, right? Like I'm aware that like some hyper independent people are like, I can, I'm good by myself. Like that, that can be a defense mechanism and like something to feel safe in. Um, and I recognize that, but I really, truly just feel like I could go either way. If I meet my person, I am totally open to settling down, building a life, but it by no means, it's not like my purpose in life. You know what I mean? Like if I never get married, I would be okay. Honestly, like I really enjoy my own company. <laughs> Literally. Um, I go to the movies by myself. I go to the dinner by myself. I take myself shopping. I'll get dressed up and go to a coffee shop. Like I just enjoy being by myself and if I ever feel lonely I find love and I find community in other spaces right the gym go to a church community service I like to volunteer like there's other ways that I feel fulfilled that aren't in the arms of a man but I mean it could be you know it could be. I also think I'm single because I've been on dates lots of dates um I think I'm not meeting men who are looking for what I'm looking for or who are ready or like truly looking for what I'm looking for, right? Like, let me just list out what I'm looking for in case he's listening. Because every man I've like been on a date with, they say all the right things. They say what they're looking for. They say it and it all sounds good. And then when it comes down to it, like the actions don't line up. And so I don't think they really know what it means. Um, but I'm looking for, without going too deep, just like a partner, like I want like a co-pilot where we like make decisions together, where we do things together, where we build together. I like an equal partnership, you know? Um, I mean, I like to be treated like a lady. You can hold the door for me and stuff. But like, as far as other traditional kind of gender roles go, I like to split it. You clean, you cook dinner too. Like you're an adult. <laughs> what? So yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking for. And as simple as those things sound, the men I'm dating, and maybe it's like an Arizona thing, but the men that I'm dating, they're just like, they're like, yeah, I want those things too. And then 
when it comes down to it, they don't. I also think, again, being so independent and strong, I've always had my own. I've always lived on my own, worked on my own. Like I've always had my own stuff. I've always had a job. I've always been able to like keep up with the things I want in life, keep up with, I've never needed anything from a man, essentially, literally nothing. And so I think some men are intimidated by that. I went on a date with a man not too long ago and he was like, well, if you're going to buy yourself everything and do everything for yourself, like you don't need me. I never will need you. <laughs> you're correct. I will never need you, but I want you like, what? There's other things you can offer than buying me material, like listic things, materialistic things. I'm just meeting men who don't want the same things. I'm meeting men who don't want the same things. And I think essentially I'm just not ready to date. Like every, you, we're always working on ourselves. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm not necessarily working on myself, but I am just exploring other parts of myself right now. And if he comes along, he comes along. But if not, I'm, I am not pressed. Anyway, I'm super excited for the podcast, friends. You know the drill. If you have any questions, if you have any dating advice you want, if you have any anything you want to talk about or like want me to talk about or want to ask me or ask somebody, email me. <laughs> email me, okay? That is the way. Looking forward to our healing journey. Um, and I hope that some of you learned something from this podcast, maybe about yourself, maybe about your partner. Maybe you realize you don't need a partner. Maybe you realize you need a different kind of partner. We are going to dive on in together. Can't wait. Thanks for tuning into Swipe Society. Please rate us and leave us a five-star review on Spotify and anywhere else you listen to this podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube, please like, subscribe, comment, and share. If you're not already, please give us a follow on Instagram at Swipe Society Pod and send all questions and inquiries to hello at swipesocietypod.com. Don't forget, we drop new episodes every Wednesday. Chat soon.